My name is Jeremy Devins, and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. Today's episode is an advanced power yoga practice for whole body strengthening. So if you're new to this podcast or new to yoga, do not start here. Go back to one of the gentle or beginner classes in the archives. And uh, if you are more advanced or experienced, then you sh- you should be just fine. I'll give you options to progress here. It's not too advanced, but there are options to increase challenge as you go through this practice. So if you want video classes where I can give you direct feedback and you can be on video on Zoom with me, that's over at the Quiet Mind Yoga membership, which is now open at quietmind.yoga/membership. a month, and there's weekly Zoom classes every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m., a Hatha flow and meditation style, and then there's a weekly mini workshop. So we've covered morning routines, headstands, and we'll be covering different core competencies and deeper aspects of your yoga practice that are just beyond the context of a class or even a podcast because there's visuals and downloads and pdfs and i'm really excited about this it's my life's work going into this membership site so if you want to check it out and want to learn the deeper aspects of yoga and have a consistent practice of deliberate practice of learning specific skills in each practice go to quietmind.yoga/membership So today, uh, I wanted to share a more challenging advanced class. This was recorded back when I was teaching in-person classes while that was still a thing. Uh, So I have several, several classes recorded from in-person classes. So if you want that kind of feeling and vibe like you're in a studio class, you'll get that over these next several episodes uh, until hopefully we can go back to that. And uh, I noticed by going through just seeing what's popular, these advanced classes have gotten very popular recently. I imagine, you know, like me, you know, I'm uh, not able to go to a gym now. So I'm finding different creative ways to exercise at home. And these more advanced practices can be more vigorous and more challenging, similar to a workout. So if that's you looking for that, that's what this class is all about. This is a strong power yoga class. And, uh, you know, it's level two to three, some level three stuff in there. So if you're new, don't start here. Go back to the other stuff. Build up to this. Uh, For you experienced students, you might want to block nearby. That might help with some of the things like forearm balance. Uh, We'll build up some core strength, leg strength, upper body strength, arm balancing, handstands, twists, all that good stuff. And if you have specific questions about your practice or things you'd like to learn more about, send me a message on Instagram at jeremy.quietmind and I might address it here in a future episode or, or in my Q&A over at the Quiet Mind community on Facebook, the, the Facebook group for anybody who's interested in following what I'm up to. Uh, but yeah, send me a message. I'd love to hear if you have any requests or things you want to learn more about in your practice. Just poses you're stuck on, things you want to learn, uh, I'd love to share and, and be of service. So thank you for listening and enjoy your practice. And if you like the podcast, you like the practice, leave a little review on Apple Podcasts afterwards. That really helps a lot. And I always love to hear your thoughts and feedback. All right, thanks for listening and enjoy your practice. Oh, one more thing. There was some audio issue with this recording. Uh, I restored it. I have a great audio restoring app. I used to be an audio engineer, so there might be some little clicks and areas that didn't fully restore, but uh, mostly it's it sounds good, and uh, it might sound just a little bit weird. There's 
It's a little bit of a warble on some of the sounding, but you you probably won't even notice unless I brought it up here at the beginning. But otherwise, it'll be uh, like normal any other class. All right, so enjoy your practice. So let's start in a child's pose. Have your knees apart, hips towards the heels, forehead towards the ground. Focus on the breath here, a little bit slower, deeper breaths. If it's helpful for you, you can use the Ujjayi breath today, the victorious breathing. It's a slight ha sound at the back of the throat, but the mouth stays closed. Just a little bit of pressure in the throat. This helps you focus the breath and attention and builds a little internal heat throughout the practice. Let's come up into downward facing dog, easing into down dog, starting a little bit slow, just kind of warming up here and connecting body, mind, and breath in the movements. Forward to plank pose. You can reset a little bit in the feet if you need to, but hold and breathe here. Now starting to activate. Right, so it's a power class. So we're going to do some strong movements, some advanced postures, and uh, start, we want to make sure we get all the mind-muscle connection turning on here in the beginning. So you can start to feel chest, shoulders, core, quadriceps here. You can add a little more by pressing your hands and feet down and energetically towards each other. Isometrically contract the abdominals. Hold and breathe here. If you want a little bit more, now lift your right foot. Maybe lift the left hand as well. Steady breath, steady engagement wherever you're at. And back down to switch sides. So I'm always going to give you options to do what's right for your body at the level you're at. And then slowly come back down, all the way down to the belly. And hands are under the shoulders, elbows in to lift the chest and head off the ground, lift the legs off the ground, elbows in towards the ribs, shoulders retract, starting to activate the back, paraspinals, rear delts, rhomboids, and then slightly bend the knees and point the toes, getting the whole back of the leg active, hamstrings, calves, glutes. You can add on a little more here now if you reach the arms straight back, palms face down, turning on the triceps, whole back of the body, strengthening, activating here, building that mind-muscle connection. Steady breath, even with the engagement. And then we'll let all that release down and back to downward facing dog. One more time through that little sequence, building this ability to activate and turn off muscles quicker and as we need to. Forward to plank pose, shoulders over the wrist, hold and breathe here. Again, you can isometrically contract by pressing the hands and feet down and towards each other. Lift the right leg, maybe the left arm, hold and breathe. And switch. And then all the way down to the belly, 
Again, right back to where you left off. Locust pose, arms back, heart lifts, legs lift. This time, if you want to add on a little more here, you reach the arms out to the sides like a T or forward like a V. If the arms are forward, the pinkies turn towards each other. And then all that releases down, back to down dog. Really good. Right, in a way, this is actually the hardest part of the class because we got to sort of turn everything on, but it makes everything a lot smoother later. And we'll come up to forward fold at the front of the mat. You can step or hop to the front. We'll just hang out. Let this release the neck. Let the arms hang down. Let gravity do the work for you. Letting go of effort in the neck. And now we'll let the knees bend and come to a half lift, lengthening the spine. And today's class, when I say half lift, I'll mean more like an extension of the spine, like locus. You strengthen the back again. Uh, so, so this way we balance out the strengthening actions of the back as well as the stretching we'll do later. Right, and then from there, fold in, letting all that release, rounding the back. With a bend in the knees, roll all the way up to stand, activating the core as you come up. Inhale to reach the arms up. And exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift, long spine. Exhale, right to plank or chaturanga. To inhale, the cobra or up dog. And exhale, back to down dog. No rush, linking breath and movement, moving in alignment with your breath. Next, inhale, straight back with the right leg. Exhale, step it forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, right back down to Chaturanga. You can lift the right leg if you want a little more challenge here. Now, up dog, down dog at your own pace. Next, inhale, left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, step forward, forward, fold. Inhale, half lift, strong back. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, forward, fold. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, chaturanga. You can hop back right into it. Up dog, down dog. Lift the right leg back and open the hip. Let, let the knee bend. Just can let the left shoulder dip down a little bit if you want. It's kind of stretching a little bit here. And bring the right knee into the nose, rounding the back. Hold and breathe there, pressing into the hands, navel towards spine, protracting the shoulders. And next, inhale straight back with the right leg. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms. And exhale, warrior two. We'll hold and breathe here a little bit. Another little more opening in the inner hips, the adductors here. Shoulder blades press down and together to activate the lower traps and turn off the upper traps. And feet press down and apart, strengthening outer hips to open inner hips. 
Next exhale, float the hands down, chaturanga, up dog, down dog. You can always go right to down dog and skip that flow if you want. From down dog, left leg back to open the hip, finding a length through the sides, the bend in the left knee, and hold and breathe here. Now do the opposite action, bring the left knee towards the nose, rounding the back, hold and breathe there, pressing through the hands, rounding through the back, navel towards the spine. Next inhale, straight back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float up, high lunge. Exhale, warrior two, back heel down, arms extend. Hold and breathe here. Shoulder blades down and together, feet down and apart. Next, exhale, step forward, forward fold to the front of the mat. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up. Chair pose as you exhale, hold and breathe here. Feet can be hips width or together, whatever feels natural for you. Just wanna make sure that the knees, hips and toes are in the same line wherever they're at. Next, exhale, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, step or hop back, chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Lift the right leg back to open the hip and stay there or flip over, landing the foot to the floor, extending the spine into a back bend version of wheel pose. Engage your glutes to extend the spine and extend the front of the hips. And we'll come back to down dog and step the right foot forward into a lunge. Float the arms up, inhale. Exhale, warrior two. Inhale, palms up, reach back. Exhale, the triangle pose, straighten the front knee, hinging at the right hip, right hand inside the ankle. You can use a block here for stability as well. You can keep the left arm reaching up or wrap it around the back. You can look down, forward, or up in the neck. Lean back a little bit towards my hand right here in the spine, yeah, nice. And then we'll come back to warrior two. Oops. <laughs> and then float the hands down, vinyasa, or right to down dog. And left leg reaches up and back, opening the hip with the bend in the knee. Stay there or flip over, landing the foot into a back bend. Find your foundation to extend the spine, engage the glutes, lift through the heart. And slowly back to center. Step that left foot all the way up into the lunge, inhaling to float up. Exhale to warrior two. Inhale, palms up, reach back. And then exhale, triangle pose, straighten the front knee, hold and breathe here, carrying a length through both legs, through both arms, and through the spine. You can wrap your right arm around the back if you want. You can look down, relaxing the neck, releasing tension, or up, strengthening the neck. Holding there, yeah, let your head release down here to relax the traps. And then we'll come back to warrior two. 
And float the hands down to step forward to front of the mat. Forward fold. Inhale, half flip. Exhale, folding. Chair pose as you inhale. We're going to hold and breathe here for a moment. Again, listening to your body for the finding the alignment. Next inhale, reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to chair pose. Hold for an inhale. Exhale to Navasana, tail down, legs lift, maybe legs extending, heart lift, or you can support the legs with the hands. Hold and breathe here for a moment. Strengthening hip flexors. And then low boat, Ardha Navasana. Low back touches ground, everything else still lifting, contracting more in the front of the core. Arms overhead, adding more challenge to that, like a handstand. Hold and breathe. Back to Navasana. And across the ankles, back to Chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or right to down dog. Right leg straight back, inhale. Exhale, knee to left elbow, hold and breathe there. And then extend the leg out, right arm stays down, left arm lifts, the version of a back bend here. If you want a little more challenge, lift your right leg. Back to down dog. Left leg reaches up and back, knee towards the right arm, and then extend the leg out. Side plank variation, you can lift the left leg, building more strength in the outer left hip. Back to center, down dog. Inhale, right leg up and back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. And exhale, hands to heart, twist, elbow outside the knee, rotating the spine to the right. From here, we'll open the arms out as you lengthen the spine. Keep the legs just like they are, but standing up in the spine, arms reaching out like a T. Reach your back hand down the back leg, lengthening left hip, left side. And then open out to warrior two. Back heel turns down, arms extend out. Palms turn up, reverse warrior reaching back. Straighten the front knee. And this time, left arm reaches forward to revolve triangle. Left hand inside the ankle or to a block. Right hand to low back to extend the spine and then rotate. Right arm follows the thoracic spine. So you're always leading the rotation from the ribs, the spine, and the right arm follows. Really good. Now slowly release hands down. Back to down dog or vinyasa to down dog. Next, inhale, left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, hands to heart, twist, elbow outside the knee. Hold and breathe here. Finding a length through the spine first and then the rotation through the spine. 
Legs stay the same, but now we'll stand up in the spine, opening the arms out to a T. Backhand down the back leg, creating a length through the right ribs. And spin open to warrior two, back heel down, arms out. Palms up, reverse warrior, lengthening. And then straighten the front knee, reach the right arm forward and down inside of the foot or to a block. Left hand to low back to lengthen and rotate. And then left arm follows. Revolve triangle, left leg straight here. Never hyperextending, but definitely straight here. Lower hands down, step forward, forward, forward. Inhale, half Exhale, fold. Inhale, reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to hearts. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, chair. Hold for an inhale. Exhale, Navasana. Hold here, and we'll come into a version of crow on the tail. Knees towards armpits, arms press forward, rounding the back. Back to Navasana. To Ardhanavasana, low boat. Arms overhead like you're doing a handstand. And now like you're doing crow on your back, knees towards armpits, still lifting the head and shoulders, rounding the back using your core. And back to the handstand. Up to Navasana. To the crow, rounding. And then cross ankles, hop back, vinyasa, or right to down dog. All right, let's come to the knees for a moment, just to pause and I'll demonstrate. So what we're gonna do here is version of down dog lifting. So you'll have one leg up, you'll bring that knee. Basically your upper body is doing chaturanga, but you're adding the knee to the tricep and maybe you'll stay right there or maybe you'll lift the back leg and extend the front leg or just work on hops today, lifting the back leg for a second. But your upper body is just chaturanga. It's the exact same as chaturanga, but you've got the knee to the tricep. All right, so down dog, inhale, right leg back. Exhale, knee to tricep, and maybe hold there or do little hops to get towards Ekapada Kundanyasana. And come out, other side. Left leg back, inhale. Exhale, knee to tricep. Hold there, maybe hops, maybe hold and lift. Back to down dog. All right, we've only got so long we can practice that before we get fatigued. All right, so inhale, right leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, warrior three, lifting the back leg, hands to heart, any amount, hinging forward at the waist. Arms could be forward, more challenging, or arms back, more activating the back. Just like locust here, strong spine, strong back. Standing splits, lower the hands, lifting the back leg more. Maybe one hand to the ankle, maybe both, challenging your balance. Good. 
Now here, lower your left foot like that lunge again. So your right knee's bent, your left leg straight, and your hands are like a sort of a runner's lunge. And we're gonna basically, I want you to just think like a wheel here where you're taking weight off the back foot to the front, and then eventually to the hands and hopping up any amount. So towards this lunge, towards handstand. Shifting weight into the arms. Maybe you get up and hold for a second or two or a few breaths. And then we'll give that a rest before we get too fatigued. And back to the lunge. For your two legs, left hand comes to the waist. Right hand to your right corner or block or floating. Float the back leg up. Ardha Chandrasana, half moon, hold and breathe here. And slowly back to warrior two. Straighten front knee, reach your left arm long forward. And this time, just like warrior three, you'll lift the back leg straight up. Now you bring your right hand on the low back, rotate to the right, just like the revolved triangle. And maybe right arm reaches up here. If you want one last thing here, you can bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot. And slowly release, hands down. And we'll step back, chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or right to down dog. Take a moment in down dog, recentering. When we go into the balances, there's an instability, so finding that stability and center here. Next inhale, left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, warrior three, lifting the back leg any amount. Strong back, strong glutes, just like we've been practicing, just like the locust at the very beginning. Standing splits, lower the hands, lifting the back leg any amount. Maybe one hand to the ankle, maybe both. Lower your right foot down to that sort of lunging position, hands down. So again, just thinking like a rolling wheel. You're rolling weight from the back foot to the front foot to the hands. And slowly back down to the lunging position to warrior two legs. Right heel turns down, right hand on the waist, left hand to left corner or block, floating the back leg up. Ardha Chandrasana, half moon. Back to warrior two legs. Straighten the front knee, reach your right arm long forward and a little bit forward from the foot. 
So hand under shoulder, lifting the back leg, left hand on low back, rotating to revolved half moon. So it's the right hand down, left hand on the back, yeah. Opening ribs to the left, maybe left arm follows. And if you want a little more, you could bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot. Yes. And then slowly lower back down, vinyasa or right to down dog. Again, recentering and down dog, finding that stability, center, and ground. Look between the hands, step or hop to the front of the mat. So you inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, reach all the way up. And exhale, hands to heart. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold all the way down. And then from here, bring your feet together, knees apart into Bakasana legs. So step one, you bring the knees apart, feet together. Step two is you lift the tail and then bring the shins to intersect the triceps. You've got this solid base to lean into the hands and start to lift the heels in, in step three. You can put a block in front of you to support the head at first. And if you can hold there for a few breaths, you could shoot back, chaturanga, up dog, down dog. And we'll all eventually meet back in down dog. Forward to plank, shoulders over wrist. Right hand a little forward from center for side plank, stacking the feet. You can lift the left leg to increase intensity here. And we'll come back to center to the other side. Left hand a little forward from center, so you get a 90 degree angle with the arm when you come into the position. Right leg could lift here if you want a little more challenge. And back to center all the way down to the belly, some version of locust, either arms back to a T or forward like a V. Strong back, hold and breathe. And then release back to child's pose or down dog. We'll hold and breathe there for a few breaths. Right, so right about the midpoint of the class, Breath is always the most important part of the practice, coming back to just noticing the breath. Start to come back to down dog for all of us. And look between the hands, step or hop to the front. As you inhale, half lift, strong back. 
Exhale, fold it. Inhale all the way up. And exhale, hands to heart. Uh, inhale to reach up. Exhale the chair and bring the hands to the heart. Feet together, knees together. And bring your left elbow outside of the right knee. And it's okay if your left knee comes a little forward, if that feels okay in your low back. Revolves chair. We'll come back to the center. Oh, we're going to the side crow. You can use <laughs> a little bit ahead of us. All right, so we'll go to the other side. Elbow outside the knee, same thing. Your right knee can come forward. And we'll come back to the center. And down to Navasana. Tail drops, arms, legs lift. And again to that crow pose, bakasana on your tail, rounding the back. And then extend out again. Now to like a side crow here, elbow outside the knee. So your left elbow outside the right knee. Arms forward and knees and towards the armpit as best you can. It's a tough pose. I know. <laughs> and we'll go back to center and to the other side. Same thing. Any amount in that direction is fine. And then down to your back, arms extend like a handstand on your back. To crow pose on your back, knees to armpits, still lifting head and shoulders using your core. And then to side crow, arms outside of the or left elbow outside the right knee. And again, if you can, lifting the right shoulder as well. And then to the other side, same thing, holding there, lifting both shoulders as best you can. Strong core, back to the handstand. And then back to Navasana, to cross ankles, Chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or right to down dog. <clears throat> Look between the hands, step or hop to the front. And I will bring, uh, so you can just come into a squatting position for a second. So I'll show you how I, I like to teach this. If you have another way you like to do that's totally fine. Uh, but for a long time, I would do it like this, the side crow, where bring the elbow outside the knee, and you bring your elbows, the other elbow to the hip. And it seems like that's going to make more sense because you got two points of contact, and you can lean into it, and you lift up from there. But it's actually a lot of compression on the side, not so good for the internal organs, and it's actually not how it's done if you look at the old traditional manuals. So the way I actually teach is, uh, basically you'll, have, you'll be off to the side of your mat and then bring your hands just like they are in Chaturanga. So like all arm balances are basically just Chaturanga. So we're going for that same shape here as best we can, elbow outside the knee. Instead of going to the hip, I'm going out. And then step two, lift the tail. Step three, basically Chaturanga and lift the heels in towards the tail. Right? And then you can do other fancy stuff with your legs from there. But that's how we're going to, if you want to try it that way, you can do it. If you have another way, it's totally fine. Right? But I think this is the safest. It looks harder, <laughs> but it's actually safer in the long run and builds more strength. So feet out to the right side of your mat. Knees bent, perched. And bring your hands into that push-up position on your mat to lift the tail. Heel in, then the other heel in. Usually that bottom heel in first is a little easier. 
and then the top heel. And we'll go over to the other side. If you have questions, let me know. Proportionally, I mean, you, you got bigger arms than most people, so it's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> and the sweat is a factor, too, of course. <laughs> All right. We'll come back. Maybe one of the least functional poses, so it doesn't really matter if you can do it. It's like you're not missing out. <laughs> uh, so we'll come into a forward fold here, just hang out at the front of the mat. Just letting go of the effort. And then with the bend in the knees, slowly roll up the spine to stand, head comes up last. We'll inhale, reach the arms. Exhale, fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, back to plank to come down to forearm plank. We'll hold here for a moment and have maybe the right leg lift, maybe the left arm lifts. And switch. And back down. Now here, uh, you can come down to your knees for a moment. I'm just going to demonstrate something here. So we're going to focus on activating the lower abdominals, the transverse, the core. So you can do that with the knees lifted and slightly tuck the pelvis in. But you might actually find a little more activation if you bring your knees down and really just focus on that rounding in the low back, that tucking of the pelvis and then gauging of the deep core. So either version, we're going to do some version of forearm plank. If you find more activation with your knees lifted, go for that. If you want to try this knees down, tucking the pelvis version. Just focusing fully on activating deep transverse abdominals core. And we'll just let that relax, belly relax. And we'll come all the way down to stomach. Again, to some version of locust, arms back, T or forward, focusing on the shoulder strength. And back to hands and knees. And here, just on hands and knees, notice how your shoulders can elevate and shrug the shoulders to the ears. Shoulders can depress down the back. Just feeling that motion a couple times. And it's not quite a rounding in the back or arching. It's just, a, just the shoulders sliding up and down the back. It's kind of subtle, but it's going to be really helpful in the next few postures to notice if your shoulders are shrugging. You want to keep them a little bit more out of the ears. So we'll come down to the forearms into dolphin pose. Lower body's like down dog. And here, you want to avoid that elevation of the shoulders and find a little bit of that depression of the shoulders where they're going down the back. Now here, you can start to walk the feet in a little closer. Maybe you lift one leg and just stay there for a few breaths. Maybe you do little hops towards forearm balance.
And we'll come back down. Right, and we'll come down to the knees again. And set up for headstand. So forearms down, hands interlaced. And the head is uh, kind of wrapped in there. You want to make sure that you don't have a pinky sticking out at the bottom, but your pinkies are tucked in. So you've got this whole surface area of the arms. And basically down dog in the lower body. You start to walk your feet in. You could stay right there and just stay on working on the shoulder strength. Or, or start to walk your feet in. Maybe the knees into the belly using your core to start to lift up to the headstand. Let's try uh, Let's just try this a little slower version. So you bring your feet down. Walk your feet in until they can't go anymore. Bring your knee into your belly and hold it. One knee in, and then the other knee in and hold there. Got it. Yeah. And use that strength to bring you up. You're good. Better in my shoulder than my face. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, I shouldn't make jokes when you're upside down. <laughs> All right, and we'll come down from here and give it a rest. Let's move our wrist a little bit here. So hands and knees, fingers point towards the knees with the palms down, and lean back to stretch into the forearms, maybe one side or the other, maybe holding still on one spot. And tuck the toes. Now we'll sit back onto the heels and just shake out, loosen up the arms and wrists, taking all that strain off the wrists. Interlace the fingers now to press the heels of the hands up towards the ceiling, getting long through the forearm into the heel of the hand. And we'll let that go back down. So one more stretch here. Now your uh, left palm faces up with the fingers pointing back towards the knees. Just one hand at a time for this. It's a little more intense. You can curl your fingers in or change the angle of your hand to feel for where that stretches in the top of the hand, wrist, and forearm. And we'll go to the other side. Same thing. And then release the hands. Now tops of the feet down to lean back onto the heels, sit back on the heels. And you can start to lift the knees, stretching into the tops of the feet and shins. Again, you can loosen up, shake the arms and wrists and forearms. But one more time, interlace the hands and reach the arms up, pressing through the heels of the hands to lengthen through the forearms. And then we'll release that all down. Back to downward facing dog. And walk your feet up to the front of the mat, forward fold. Padahastasana, hand on the foot. So you bring your hands under, or foot on the hand. So you bring your hands under the foot. And so the toes come to the, re the wrist crease. Easy for me to say. And then we'll stand on the hands and press onto the hands with the feet and pull with the hands at the same time. You probably feel this more in your back, but you might feel it in your wrist as well. And slowly release with a bend in the knees, roll all the way up to stand. Right, so we're going to do a little bit of handstand practice if you want. You can use the wall. You can do, if you don't want to do handstands, you do wide-legged forward fold or down dog or something else. Uh, 
We can do the kicking up to the wall, hands down, or this, if you want to build more strength in the shoulders, walking the feet up might help with that. So any version, I'll spot you if you have questions. Uh, do what feels right for you today. Awesome. About 30 more seconds here, so whatever you want to work on. All right. And we'll give this a rest. And again, to the forearm balance. This time you can use a block between the hands. You get that same setup like before, like dolphin pose, but you can kind of press your hands into the block. And again, you can use a wall for this, uh, one leg up and the other leg lifting. You can kind of lean into that, the block with your head as well to get you there. There's so any amount towards forearm balance. questions let me know so this one um, have you done it like this with the black before okay so you want to have so right here and you want your forms to push down and together not out yeah they tend to go out so you like use that to keep you there so dolphin legs walk your feet in so they can't go anymore and then one leg up, and you can use the other leg to kick you up. Oh, I see. You want to use your mat? Okay. It's fine. Okay. Awesome. And then we'll give that a rest. And we'll all come to wide-legged forward fold. All ten toes facing towards the mirror. And just hang out here. Any variation of this. All right, so we start to wind down now. We're always building, uh, emphasizing strength here, but now this last bit we'll start to focus on the flexibility. Now let the hands back under the shoulders and start to make a little movement left to right, bending one knee at a time, shifting side to side. You could take this down to Skandasana if you want, where you bring the left or one toes, turn up, the other knee bends a lot. You can use hands at heart to challenge your balance. There's no right or wrong way, just doing what feels good for your body today. And we'll all come into Skandasana with the right knee bending, left toes pointing up towards the ceiling. 
And you can stay right here using your hands to balance, or hands to the heart to challenge the balance. Or you go for a bind, and you internally rotate your right arm to wrap around the leg. Your left arm internally rotates around the back to catch the hand. We'll slowly release over to the other side, same thing. Any version of Skandasana here. We'll slowly release back to center. It's wide legged forward fold. And here, bring your right hand a little forward to bring your left hand onto your right thigh, shin, or ankle and twist, rotating to your right. Getting long through the spine, that gives you more room to rotate from the thoracic spine. You can even sort of bend your left knee and pull with your left elbow, getting into different angles of the back, if that feels good for you. And we'll release back to center, other side, this twist. Back to center, heel toe the feet in a step or two, keep going all the way towards feet together, come down to your knees, keep facing towards the mirror, we'll come into a wide knee position for Vekasana, <laughs> maybe just a little bit, and hips stay in line with the knees, you don't want the hips to move too far forward or back, so keep that emphasis on the length between the groin and the knee and the adductors. Hold and breathe here. Maybe we'll start to come back to the hands and turn towards the front of the mat and we'll come into pigeon pose, right knee towards right wrist left hip or left leg straight back and hip square to the ground then you can stay more active if you want working towards a mermaid pose bending the back knee all that but or if you want you come down stack the hands rest the head If you're in the mermaid, you can work on pressing down through the front shin, lifting up through the heart. So there's a sort of buoyancy to it. Yeah. If you want, maybe even reaching back with your other arm. So you can, so you're like, uh, if you can, you get your elbow to hook around the foot eventually, and you can clasp the hands. Yeah. Not too far. <laughs> yeah. Just like that, and you keep that pushing down in the legs. And slowly, if you want to stay there, you can. If you want to come down, you can. So if you're still down, you can stay there. Yeah. All right, now all is slowly start to transition to the other side. Same thing, other side.
I'll start to transition to down dog for a moment. Down to a kneeling position, and we're going to set up for hero pose virasa. So you want your knees bent, and uh, your feet are a little wider, so you can either lower your hips down to a block between the feet, or if you're a little more open here, lower the tail down between the feet. If there's any pain in your knees, don't go any further. So if you're on the block, you can lean back and lift the hips to extend and stretch the quads. Or if you're without the block, you can start to lower down to the elbows, maybe all the way down to your back. Any mount in that direction, Supta Virasana Supine Hero. If you feel anything in the knees with this, just don't do it. Just work, work out of it. So don't want to feel anything in the ligaments. Slowly start to come out, and we'll go to the other side. Or no, I, you, you confuse me. <laughs> All right, so we'll come back to down dog, stretching out the legs. And down to the knees and just work your way down to your backs, coming down to lay down. And hug the knees in to rock a little side to side, massaging the back left to right. <clears throat> Happy baby pose, holding outside of the feet or shins. Let your, keep your left leg, but let your right leg down to the floor. So half happy baby. Just like that, All right? And from here, bring your first two fingers of your left hand to the big toe of your left foot and extend the leg up towards the ceiling. Supta Padangustasana. Open the leg out to the left any amount. And then come back to the center, foot to the right hand. Either go a little bit across the body or all the way into a twist. If you go a little bit, you get more on the IT band. If you go a lot, you might just feel like more compression that feels nice at the end of a practice. If your left shoulder is floating off the ground, you want it to come down, just scoot your right shoulder back. That gives you a little more room to rotate your shoulders back down, yeah. And we'll come back to center and back to happy baby pose, both knees in. If you're feeling more open here, you might even be able to extend both legs out if you want, or just one leg at a time if that feels good. Keep the right leg, let the left leg extend out. Half happy baby. Holding there for a moment. And then grab onto the big toe, the right first two fingers. Extend the right leg up towards the ceiling first, Supta Padangasasana. Stretching into the hamstrings. 
and open out to the right, stretching a little more in the adductors. You want to make sure your left hip doesn't pull too much off the ground. It might start to pull into the back, so you want to keep the left. So you only let your right leg open as much as you can keep your left leg down. And back up to center and across the midline, any amount, the left hand. Back to center, happy baby, both knees in, maybe extending both legs. So depending on what you got going on today, your energy level, we've got three options. You can go here, well, four. You can go right to Shavasana if you want, or go to bridge, wheel, or shoulder stand, right? So Bridge, a little more energizing. Wheel, more energizing. Shoulder stand, more calming. All right, if you want more calming, more energizing, you could do one of those here. So I can tell you're all pretty experienced, so you're good. So if you want a little advice or adjustment on any of those, let me know. No rush, steady breath. Listen to your body. start to come down and bring the knees in one last time. Just a simple little, let the knees lower to the left, a simple little twist for a moment. Arms out to a T or goalpost. And knees over to the right, right? Just a brief, simple little twist. And then back to center and let the legs out. We'll do a little stretch to the whole body. So as you inhale, you'll reach the arms and legs opposite directions. As you exhale, soften. We'll do that two more times if you want. Inhale, reach, lengthening the whole body. Exhale, soften. One more time. Inhale, reach. Exhale through the mouth. And let it all relax. So we Shavasana, final resting pose. Shoulders slightly down the back so the palms can open up. The shoulders are externally rotated. The legs just relax wherever they're comfortable. the next few minutes in stillness and quiet.
before you move, just noticing body, mind, and breath. Start to move the fingers and toes, hands and feet, arms and legs. Eventually coming over to your side, rest on your side. And then back up to sitting, to comfortable seated posture. The hands to the heart, bow the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste.